0: Hey, welcome to the boss meeting this morning. We are excited to be here. Uh, We are um, reading uh, The Millionaire Next Door, and it is such a fabulous, game-changing book. We are excited about it. So, um, Sister Brenda, are you in position to read on today? Yes. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, um, we're starting a new chapter. What what chapter is that? Chapter four?
1: Um, I guess. I don't know. It don't say on my book.
0: Okay. Well, it's a new chapter though, right?
1: Right. The okay. Time, energy, and money.
0: Time, energy, and money. Let's go. I'm in Vegas. I didn't bring my book with me. Uh, I just packed very light. Um, to just to make it here. And it's, it's been a fabulous journey. Um, Things that I wanted to happen while I'm here is happening. And so um, it's just, it's just, it's a blessing. Um, So I'll talk a little bit more about that maybe uh, as we move forward. So go ahead and read Sister Brenda for us.
1: Okay, there allocated their time, energy, and money efficiently in ways conductive to building wealth. Um, let me put my glasses on right here. Efficiency Efficiency is one of the most important components of wealth accumulation. Simply People who become wealthy allocate their time, energy, and money in ways consistent with enhancing their net worth. Although both prodigies accumulate and underaccumulate of wealth start state similar goals about achieving wealth, these groups have completely different orientations when it comes to how much time they actually spend on wealth-building activities. Uh, PAWs allocate nearly twice the number of hours per month to planning their financial investments as UAWs do. There's a strong positive correlation between investment planning and wealth accumulation. UAWs spend less time than PAWs consulting with professional investment advisors, searching for quality accounts, accountants, attorneys, and investment counselors, and attending investing planning seminars. PAWs on the average spend less time worrying about their economic well-being. We have determined that under accumulators are much more concerned than prodigious accumulators with the prospects of not being wealthy enough to retire in conflict, and comfort and never accumulating significant wealth. Are they concerns realistic? Yes. Yet yeah, UAW spent more time worrying about these issues than taking proactive steps to change their tendency to overconsume and underinvest. What type of person recently indicated that he was afraid and worried about the following two issues? One experiencing a significant reduction in his standard of living Two, not having an income high enough to satisfy his fam- his family's purchasing habits. Who is this person perhaps he's a mail carrier with two children in college or per- perhaps he's a single low income parent who has to raise their children. Do you envision a middle-aged corporate manager who briefly found out that his position would be eliminated? Certainly, these are logical guesses. People in these categories would very likely experience fear and above having, fear about having to reduce their standard of living and not having the income to satisfy their family buying habits. But none of these people is the one we are about to talk, about to profile. The respondent who actually expressed these fears and worries is a surgeon in his 50 whom we should call Dr. South. See table three and one. He is married and has four children. Why should he be worried about his standard of living and in his income? Could it be that he down on his luck, perhaps unable to continue to practice medicine because of a disability? No, actually, he is a fine physician who earns more than $700,000 during the year prior to our interview with him. But in spite of his high income, his net worth in real terms is declining. He has reason to be afraid and worried. Dr. North is very similar to Dr. South in age, income, and family composition. But Dr. North is a PAW. His profile is also detailed in this chapter. Dr. North has far fewer worries than Dr. South. He is not afraid of being forced to reduce his standard of living. Unlike Dr. South, he is not concerned that his income will not be high enough to satisfy his family purchasing habits. This is especially interesting given both Dr. South and Dr. North have similar income. The cases, the case studies that follow will introduce you to these physicians and their families. You will learn a lot about how each man makes use of his time, energy, and money. But before we profile these two physicians in detail, we will discuss the income and wealth accumulating habits of physicians in general. Table one and three concerns, fears, worries. Doctor North versus Doctor South. Okay, doctors, PAWs, and UAWs. Doctors, PAWs, and UAWs. On average, physicians earn more than four times the income of an average American household. One hundred and forty thousand versus thirty-three thousand. But Dr. South and Dr. North are highly average physicians. They are gifted and highly trained s- s- specialists. In fact, the average annual income for someone in their special is more than $300,000. But again, they are extremely, I'm sorry, they are extraordinary even among their cohorts, last year they each earned more than seven hundred thousand dollars. In spite of his, in spite of his income, Dr. South has a relatively small level of accumulated wealth. He spends a lot, invests little. Our research has found that the physician, the that physicians in general do not tend to be wealth accumulators. In fact, among all the major high income producing occupations, physicians have a significantly low propensity to accumulate substantial wealth. For every one doctor in the PAW group, there are two in the UAW category. Why are doctors lagging behind on wealth scale? There are several reasons. Foremost foremost among them is the correlation between wealth and education. This this relationship may surprise some people. For for all high-income earners, those earning at least $100,000 annually, the relationship between education and wealth accumulation is negative. High-income PAWs are significantly less likely than UAWs to hold graduates d- degrees. Law degrees or me- medical degrees. Millions tempi- typically indicate on our survey, business owners with some college, four-year college graduate or no college. Warning, parents should not suggest that their children drive out of college and start a business. Most businesses fail within a few years of their conception. Only a small minority of business owners earns ever earns a six-figure income. But those who tend to accumulate more wealth than others in the same income cohort. The same, the, some college, four-year college graduate and no college types who have high incomes often have a head start on many well-educated workers. Doctors and other well-educated professionals get a very late start in their earning rates. It is difficult to accumulate wealth when one is in school. The longer one stays in school, the longer one postpones producing income and building wealth. Most experts on wealth agree that the earlier one starts investing one's income, the greater opportunity can accumulate wealth. Mr. Dizzy, for example, is a business owner who has two years of technical school training and data process. He started working and building wealth at the age of 22. Today, 30 years later, he has benefited greatly from the meteoric increase in the value of his pension plan. In sharp contrast, consider the situation of Dr. Doakes, who graduated from high school the same year as Mr. Dizzy. Dr. Doakes opened his private medical practice more than a dozen years after his classmate. Mr. Dizzy started a business. During the 12-year period, Dr. Doakes spent his time studying and spending his savings his parents' money and money he borrowed for tuition and living expenses. During the same time, Dr. I'm sorry, Mr. Dizzy, who designated he himself as not, not college material, focused his resources on building his business and becoming financially independent. Who is it in the UAW category today? Is it not college material business owner? Mr. Dizzy or the valedictorian of high school class, Dr. Dotes? The answer is obvious. Doc, Mr. Dizzy is a prototype, typical PAW, while Dr. Dotes is a UAW. Interestingly, both earned approximately the same income last year, near, nearly $160,000. But Mr. Dizzy has five to six times the wealth of his high school classmate and he has no
0: debt. Awesome, Mr. awesome. Is that a good place to start? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Mark that for us and um we'll we'll get back to that. Thank you for reading.
1: We appreciate well, okay. you. um mine is a little different because I got mine on the book.
0: I mean Deeper.
1: in the uh ebook. I that's page 79, so I think it should be like 74 for you. Check 74. And I think I started at um,
0: the beginning of the chapter
1: yeah and in, in the beginning which was um time energy and money so that's 76 so me so try 71 yes
0: yeah, four or five pages uh-huh. you see the beginning of the chapter
1: Oh, on 71? Oh. Time, energy, and money. What? I don't they did not have a chapter number. For my it. Book. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. It says time, energy, and money is the beginning of the thing. So look around seven, page 71.
0: Well, we'll we'll catch we'll catch up on it. What you say to, to yeah. me. I said I found it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and do our daily affirmations. Um, Place our hand over our hearts and repeat after me. I will move forward daily.
1: I will move forward daily.
0: I will create positive daily habits.
1: I will create positive daily habits.
0: I am grateful.
1: I am grateful. Great. I win. I win.
0: I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars.
1: I deserve
0: multiple millions
1: of dollars.
0: I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I, I will focus on one activity at a time. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will manage my time wisely. I will manage my time time.
1: wisely.
0: I am fearless.
1: I am fearless.
0: I am a genius.
1: I am a genius. genius.
0: I am limitless. I am limitless and we win and we win i have a multi-millionaire mind i
1: have multi-millionaire
0: multimillionaire mind. mind amen 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 so we we are um truly excited about um what we are learning any takeaways from our book this morning anything that struck you struck you um odd or it's, it was an aha moment. Yes.
1: It doesn't matter how much money you make, it's a, uh, it's what you do with the money that you make, that you have to invest, you have to curtail your spending to where you're at. And the more you make, the more you say the more you can spend.
0: right In that right.
1: order. because you can make all that money if they they make all that money like the doctors made all that money but they don't have anything invested in anything a doctor is a hands-on person so if you get sick or something happened your money is gone
0: yeah
1: you know because it's just like a hairdresser it depends on you to come to work to to fix hair and if you're not there if you don't own the shop and have people working for you then you got to be um you have to invest so it don't matter where you start off you just have to invest no matter what
0: yeah, yeah. It, that's Put crazy right they were yeah. making all that money $750,000 a year and don't have nothing to show for it as far as investment or wealth it uh goes for and and so uh, that was that was eye opening to me and how that what he said one out of two yeah one out of two uh doctors are a a
1: U-A-W? U-A-W-S,
0: yeah, uh-huh. U-A-W-S. and so that's a high percentage, yes.
1: Yeah yeah and
0: so what I one of the things I thought of hey that's a great market so if you go after uh a ALWs of um of doctors you know they got a high a high wealth um well a high earnings and they can pay for some stuff but a lot of times they're just like a poor person that they don't know how to find the money right I don't I don't you know, they're scared to uh even venture out. So the same mindset that you have to deal with a person that makes sixty thousand dollars or thirty-three thousand dollars, you have to deal with that same mindset uh of a person that makes a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah, Man. that is crazy.
0: Because they still gonna have the same mindset. I don't have the money, I can't do that. No. And so you got to say wait a minute what are you spending your money on you know what if you do this 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 and this so that's the same kind of um mentality that you have to tackle of course they think that they are um more well off than everybody else right and they may have a high mindset but they're still living paycheck to paycheck and so um, that that's very interesting I was seeing what was going on in okay. the chat this morning somebody else has something to share I
1: know it's the right one.
0: who's that okay never mind all right so um, it, it, it is very, very, very uh, interesting to to see that and to know that it don't matter how much income you make, if you got a poor mentality or a poor wealth, um, I guess I don't, I'm trying to see the term um, too, but if you don't know how to accumulate wealth, right, uh, poor wealth mindset. I guess it's a great way to coin it. If you have a poor wealth mindset, then you're not gonna save. And you're gonna be in the same situation that a person who has a low income producing job uh, um, find themselves working paycheck to paycheck and not having enough to retire on and having to work um, longer than you would like to work because of your poor habits. And so I'm grateful that we're not that group, right? And we are we're starting to save. Everybody's starting to save. Miss Brenda. Yeah, yes, Tanisha? yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I'm
0: yeah. saving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brother Jay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm saving. So we we must do that. We must we must pay ourselves first, and. um, and then everything else will flow from the other 90% or 80%, depending on how much we're saving. Everything else will have to come later, right? And so um, one of the things that I'm, I'm saying is money comes to me. One of the things I asked uh, Antonio, I said, Antonio, how, how should I approach this conference? And yeah. he said. He said that, um, well, you need to find someone who, who develops, uh, who's a tech person, you need to find a technician and um, so that with with the right mindset and that's willing to work with you, right? And so I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I can manifest that. I can manifest that. And because so you, one of the things I had to be humble enough to ask, right? Ask the question. And then I had to receive it and then put it in my subconscious mind that this is what I wanted to do. So yesterday I didn't feel like going to the mixer. I was tired after all the the meetings that we attended the conference during the conference. And it was just like, ongoing, going back to back, to back, to back, to back, back. We did have a nice little lunch break. Um, they provided lunch for us and everything like that. So that was good. Um, but, uh, and, not but, and I went on to the mixture anyway. And I talked to a couple of people and had some good conversation. I thought. And then I ran into this one guy and he was a data um, system analyst. I don't know his title, but it was a senior data analyst or something like that. Okay. And so we started a conversation and um, we talked for probably about 20, 30 minutes, right? Just had a good conversation. He knows a lot about... um, blockchain not a lot about uh cryptocurrency and what blockchains are doing and so he has some investments in it and a lot of his investments are down but because the market is down and so we start talking about it and he started giving me gems and gems. And so I was telling him what we're doing and our mission and everything like that. And so we exchanged numbers and he's excited and he's like, Yeah, I'm I've been pretty much sitting on the sidelines and we haven't got involved as much as you are, but he's looking to do business with us. Right. And and so this is a a technical person that is like, hey. I, this is what I do. I've been doing it for seven years, and I'm. He's like he's ready. He didn't he didn't say it, but he said it. You know what I mean? He said it like, hey, he he wants to do business with us, and so that is super exciting. That's super exciting. So we got the tech person that I believe uh, God has sent us, and then I was up this morning, and I said, you know what? I need to start reading more about about um blockchain. And so the first article that I started reading about two o'clock this morning, um, which um, it was on a blockchain where you can pretty much copy and paste and you have your own blockchain and you can develop it how you wanted to de- how you want it to how you want to develop it. Right. And so it's a cookie cutter model. Last week, one of the things Antonio did was he he suggested that there was a a group and I can't think of the group name, but I joined and it was like $25 a month. Um, And he was uh, it's called open source, where you um, can copy what, say, Amazon is doing, and you can create the same uh, type of store that Amazon has. Right, And so Facebook and things like that, TikTok, and uh, there's a different. And so he showed us the open source uh, code where you could just copy and paste it into your um, platform and you'll have the same platform and you can kind of change it up so that, but it operates the same. And so this is what I ran into early this morning is a blockchain. We take the blockchain and we can add all these things in. We can connect it to another blockchain or we can stay separate from those blockchains. And so it gives us a lot of flexibility. And so y'all, within the next week or so, we're going to have our own blockchain up and running. You know i i sent it to the guy that i met yesterday and i also sent it to antonio so i want them to look over it but one of the, the blockchains that the guy was excited about when i was talking to him yesterday was polkadot and this is this is the same line polkadot has the same uh design of uh their blockchain as the one i saw last night and so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about putting it in play. I'm excited about seeing our vision just continually to come to fruition. Um, and we're, we're in the right place. We're doing the right things. We're, God is manifesting things. He, he's, he's showing us how that if we put our minds to something, uh, it was so Our The last thing I want to say um, before we go over to Antonio, Yesterday, Antonio told us to write down what we wanted. He said, forget about everything else for the next six years and write down what you want. And every day, you need to say what you want. And so, did everybody do that? Did you do that? Is that when you talking about, the prayer or? Yes, yes. Yes. For the nine the next nine years or something. Yes, nine years. Yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying that. Nine years. Where's my? Oh, here's my phone. So I wrote. This is what I wrote.
1: Blockchain.
0: You <laughs> you think I wrote down blockchain? <laughs> when I was uh. Oh, okay. Okay, Yeah, I found it. Oh, okay. And then we got to go over. I will build a community that will shift mindsets for generations to come using blockchain technology that will make me a billionaire. 200, I mean, 2,328 days. And uh, and so we're seeing the manifestation already. Things are starting to move in that direction and we are excited about it. So let's go, let's go family. Everybody got the link. Do I need to send it to you again? Do I need to put it in the chat? Does everyone have the link for Antonio? We'll see you all over there. If you don't have it, I'm about to drop it in our chat real quick on Zoom. And then we'll take it from there. We'll see you all over there. There you go. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Sorry. This is the right one. The second one. First one was the boss meeting. Second one is his meeting. All right. All right. See y'all over. Thank you.
1: You're
0: welcome.